Welcome to the Nerdaplexy Movie Review Show mini episode. This is where we break down our breakdowns of the movie we just watched, answer your pressing questions, and let you know what to check out for next time. My read, yeah, my read is me, and with me today we have Sam, Dave, and there it is. <laughs> Let's get into it. Oh boy, it's we're feeling that summer heat today. It's overcooking uh, brains here in the Nerdaplexy studios. Hope you are staying cool and that you're not living in the Pacific Northwest where I guess it's just the apocalypse over there. Just never not on fire. No two things are ever not on fire. <laughs> that is an issue currently. Good luck to you, uh, dirty nerdies out there. Uh, try to keep cool. But stay hot. Much like this summer uh, is shaping up to be, uh, the world of hardware uh, was pretty pretty hot and plot-wise pretty sweaty. Mm, very fitting. This movie was red. I gotta say, I was, uh, uh, speaking of hardware, I was fully torqued the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's good to hear from my brother. Well, yeah, there, there, there were, there were, it's, it's easy territory Especially because right off the bat there, you get the, the man with the industrial dicks. Um, so mm, Iggy Pop. And that's how I will refer to him um, f- from here henceforth. I don't often have a chance to uh, have Iggy Pop come up in conversation. How often do you refer to Iggy Pop? Not often, but I, now it'll have a little extra pizzazz on there. I just like to think back to the time that Sam said that he doesn't like to get down and dirty uh, all the time. And uh, having listened to that podcast... About hardware, you guys both got real down and real dirty. Well, just, they left us really no choice but to talk there about was nasty no choice. business. I mean, it's just all nasty business all the way down. <laughs> Start <laughs> to finish. Mm-hmm. I didn't even. I couldn't even watch this one. I watched the trailer. I watched a little bit of the beginning, and then I read a synopsis and listened to your guys' show. Mm-hmm. This one was. Well, this one was not. You for missed me. a lot of uh, Porkins ad lib about his own little Porkins. That tube. His I, tube. You mean his, his tube? He squeezed his tube. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, no one else would. <laughs> Somebody's got to squeeze that, too. Uh, and it's certainly, yeah. I mean, well, well, Mark 13 gave him a go, but he did not yeah, like he it. he tried to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah, it did not, it did not go. <laughs> I like to think that I can handle some rough movies, but that one just seemed like it was too far for me. I'm telling you, you if you connoisseurs out there, and I know, I know you're out there, um, there, there is a there is a good or very good cut of this floating around somewhere. A remaster looks great. I suggest this one to everyone, Th- with the caveat that it does suck. It's awful. Oh, it's terrible. You'll love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, similar, similarly, just catching up news. It, it is the summer now. Things are, you know, changing, getting or hot, hot outside. The world's kind of getting back to normal. I did sit in a theater and pay a man. Uh, Wait, I paid, hang on. <laughs> I sat in a theater and I, I paid. You had my attention. Now yes. you have my interest. I, di- I did not pay a man. I paid what a kind of console was this? <laughs> and I bought a ticket to see F9, the Fast Saga. Oh. How was it? S- similar to hardware. Awful, but very challenging <laughs> very challenging <laughs> but um also perfect guys they go to space in this one 
They go to space. Uh, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Now, is it you? You might know this. No, never mind. Sorry, it's Jason Ten where they go to space. I should know because it's Jason X. Jason and it's X. Just a Roman numeral mm-hmm. for ten. There's also Hellraiser 4 where it's a clip show in space. I'd like to figure out in any series how long they were willing to wait before they decided they had to take it to space. Like, we've done everything on God's Green Earth. Now let's take it up to the cosmos. Didn't Leprechaun go to space? Oh, almost immediately. It was Leprechaun Leprechaun in space. I believe that that it was Leprechaun in the hood and then... Leprechaun in space. I don't. No, there was there was Leprechaun, Leprechaun two. I'm pretty sure. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. There's like a then Leprechaun in the hood. Uh huh. Okay. And then that's le- three. Yeah, Leprechaun then in space. Leprechaun man. in space. Number four. These movies are not wasting time. Jason was like, no, we need ten of them. What's the Snoop Dogg horror movie? Tales from the Hood. That's that's the Tales from the Crypt one. Right. It's Bones. Bones. It's it's also similar though. Snoop Dogg's it, it, Hood of Horror. It's it's got real Tales from the Crypt vibes for sure. That's what, whenever we get to the Halloween month, I, I, we're picking some more Halloween thematic movies as opposed to comic theme movies. I would like to choose Hood, or Bones, I'm sorry. I would like to choose Bones. I feel like well, it's a rich vein there. That, that, that is interesting. I mean, that, that falls, you know, because I was thinking of like a couple of different things. And maybe, maybe we'll wait for next year uh, for another one. But I, I had two ideas. One... We watch a movie that we think, like hardware, is objectively a bad movie that people hate, but that for whatever reason you go really hard for. The mm-hmm. other option I thought might be fun uh, would be to do horror movie sequels. The one where you know the the killer, the star, ostensibly is not in it, or mm-hmm. like you know the most derided version. So like Nightmare Halloween on Elm Three, Nightmare on Elm Street Two, Halloween Three. Jason Friday the Thirteenth Six, the one at the the uh, like the psychiatric camp. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, arguably Jason is in the first one, even though he's not the killer of the first one. But that's also yeah. potentially, you know, every it's the old scream thing. You know, who's the killer in Friday the Thirteenth? And you know, it's right. a trick. It's a trick question. It's a Voorhees, though. That's for Eileen sure. Voorhees. Eileen. <laughs> But Bones, Bones oh brings up interesting, I, I, interesting. Right. That kind of fits in, in that uh, Pamela in that, Voorhees that zone as well. Of um, you know, I do love a uh, anthology, a horror movie anthology. Those are really great. Um, on Amazon Prime, what's the ones? Uh, Creep Show. They got the Creep Shows on there. There's a couple of those, and that I, I I do like that. What's, I just watched one. I don't the the one with Indian the the wooden Indian. Urban legend? No, it's one. I think it's one of the creep shows. I think it's like two or three, maybe uh, a creep show. I, I haven't watched them yet. I just recently got Shutter for a dollar or something like that on Prime Day. So it's creep show two. The old chief Woodenhead's revenge. Oh, Tales from the Hood's got some pretty gnarly looking dolls. Tales from the Hood is super good. That's a super good movie. I watched that last year again. It's so good. It really holds up. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Bones. He's like a, he's like an Undertaker or something. He's just like a. Weed I think so. <laughs> it's a really strange movie. <laughs> like if I'm going to put up a movie that I, I think I talked about this before, but The Gate is one of those like mm. there's like claymation bad guys in the horror movie. And, and and a lot of people were hating on it. I love that movie. There, who's the young? There's like a, a weird young star. Is it uh, Sean Bean in, in that or something? Steven Dorff. He's got some scene bean energy. Uh, the Gate is good. It's it's awful, but it's good. Um, it's right up there with uh, House. House is also oh, 
in that kind of same weird uh, puppetry kind of thing. Then House 2 is just a comedy. Yeah. Well, cause the second story. They they lost the plot on that one because there were moments where in house where like his re, his like the ghost of his like Vietnam War buddy pops in and does some like really funny shit and they're like well let's just make hey, but the the it, it's scary because he's acting so nonchalant and he's like a zombie and then they the producers like missed the point and they're like people fucking love that guy and his and his funny goofs let's just make that the whole thing. Um, and it does not it, it it does not get the charm that the first one had that's for sure and honestly I don't get why are horror movies so susceptible oh I just I solved it well I'm here asking the question why are horror movies so susceptible to sequel uh, sequelization it, because it's it's so formulaic you have the yeah, you have it's... the killer you have the 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 people to be murdered they do some minor sin then they are murdered so mm-hmm. you can just you can just rinse and repeat that with any it's, old character. It's the, like Scream, you'd think they'd stop doing it. it after Scream. <laughs> ca- yeah, put some titties in it. After Scream came out, you'd think they would stop with the formula, but no, man, they are they are sticking to it. Well, with Scream, that really that really jump started a whole slasher revitalization that was rolling into like the 2010s um with all like the shitty those shitty like movies not to say that the, the shitty but like i know cabin fever summer. and i know sorority yeah. row uh, yeah um they they like, tried to reboot the jason uh the friday 13th I, I get why it didn't work but i i was in one of these i so here's a here here we go let's get into some 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 extra talk i was in one of these movies and i was in my bloody valentine but as an extra um or no no is that what it's called the, the with the minor i think so i think so yeah it's like a remake of an old 70s movie where like a minor ghost kills youths whatever <laughs> i was also cut out of the other movie i was an extra in because it was i was on the set and it was taking a hundred hundred million years a hundred million years to get anything done and we were just like Pretending to dance in a quiet room, drinking like fucking uh, O'Doul's, warm O'Doul's out of cups. It was like a, a a party scene at a college, and I I was fu- I fucked with my marks in a thing because I was in the background, but I wasn't like prominently placed for like a shot reverse shot. And the first time through, I was behind one of the male characters, so when the camera was on him, I would be in the background you know dancing it up and then when they did the reverse shot i took up the same place on the opposite side so in both instances behind the main character where they were shooting you would see me dancing and they would cut and then i would be dancing again (laughs) because they shot it they shot the one shot before lunch and the other shot after lunch and i just was i wasn't getting paid a whole lot of money and um uh it was very hot so uh, uh i didn't do it maliciously but at first i realized i was on the wrong side and then i just stuck with it so anyway i watched the movie and there's a scene where the 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 scene where it's uh, uh, was happening. I just watched it recently. I never, I want to see it in theater or anything like that. Uh, but I just watched it, and they had to, they did reshoots. It's not the same shot. It's just an t- extreme close up of of uh, their faces for that. Well, you didn't make a lot of money, but you probably cost them a lot of money. So I that think makes I you might have. And, and for I was just hoping to see myself in the background, like no one would notice. But I'm guessing when they got in the editing, they're like, oh no, that guy, he's in, he's in both these shots. This is ruined because they they did it very professional. It was like one take each time, and I did <laughs> fuck that up. 
Well, a at least you I did was. something. A girl I was trying to get with was hooking up with the fake DJ um, in the scene, and I was I was a little I was a little raw. <laughs> that all right? Now that we've uh, accomplished therapy corner, um, <laughs> hardware. I got a I got a message here, so we got some listener mail. I <laughs> believe it's from a honey badger underscore bot or something like that. I maybe I'm not pronouncing this appropriately. Um, but did you say honey badger? Yeah, it's a pretty clever. Good Fantastic. on you. Good on you, you Twitter monster. He doesn't um, give a fuck. No, they ask. They noticed in Darkman where we were calling Darkman Darkman, and in this past one where we say robot and robot in, in def- different varying times, mm-hmm. interchangeably. So yeah, so they noticed we're saying. They notice we're saying uh, robot and robot at different times in hardware. Mm-hmm. And uh, just wondering why we're so inconsistent with our pronunciations. I can speak to the, the dark man, Darkman. I had a buddy that I used to work with uh, that he had his like alter ego was Bill Spiderman. Whenever he'd get calls from uh, from people asking about his warranty and whatnot, he'd be Bill Spiderman. And I always thought that was very funny. So anytime I see a superhero <laughs> with something man, I turn it into a last name. Yeah, well, it's also we, we uh, maybe not great for an audio format, but one Sam likes a pun. I really love intentionally mispronouncing words. Because I think it's it's funny, like yeah, you know, we're at a buffet. I would say like a boof, a, a buffet, or you know, something along those lines. One time, I did did get me in trouble. I was at a party and I was talking with my partner, and uh, th- we noticed a, a big spider on the wall. And I said, "Oh, watch out!" There's like in the bathroom. There's like a a tarantula up in the corner. Like, so don't ah. freak out. He's up there, <laughs> but just watch out for him because it's it's huge. It's like a, a and I said tarantula. That's another thing we cut out of uh, one of the earlier episodes where uh, where I said you say well, let's check the tomato meter and I said no it's pronounced tomatometer I say it's pronounced tomatometer tom- yeah tomatometer yeah. I also enjoy that though Reed because uh, I'll give you a, a yeah hence the robot 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 and Dark also moon. we used to uh, watch a lot of Starsky and Hutch and there's an oh, episode shit. where a guy keeps saying robot in it and we thought that was really funny. Why, how did the tarantula get you in trouble? Oh, no. The, I, well, I said about the, oh, I, I said about the tarantula, and there was a real fucking bro at this party. He came up to me and said, hey, man, I, 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 I don't mean to, like, butt in, but I, I like, how did you talking about the, that big spider in the bathroom? I was like, oh, yeah, man, that thing is fucking huge. He was like, bro, I just want to tell you, like, it's pronounced tarantula. And I was like, oh, uh, thanks, yeah. man. Well, because now I'm in an awkward spot. Now I'm in an awkward spot where I have to tell this man, like, no, 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 no. I I just enjoy intentionally mispronouncing words. He did you a solid, and it was hard for him to do that. Yeah. He's like, I, it's a, he's it's, like oh, uh, no, I get it. I, for sure. He got he's a, a, a light one up over his head, and he was like, uh, yeah, my good deed for the day. I got to tell this dude that's not how you say tarantula. I, I really feel that. I really appreciate that. I used to work at a food service, and um, there used to be a thing called uh, the jalapeno firecracker, and people often would would say to me, um, jalapeno. Can I get it without the jalapenos? And I, I would try to help. Now you have That's to wonder awesome. if they were getting you. I, you probably got got. I, 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 feel, I feel like I may have, um, and I think that's okay. I would always tell them, ah, yes, no, jalapenos. I, you know, you got to put a little spin on it after that. You got to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. My anecdote about liking to say words incorrectly. I've been trying to do this long-running thing where I get my wife to say the wrong things at places on purpose. So if mm. we'll go to Chick-fil-A and we want the Polynesian sauce, I say, like, 
I'll give you five bucks if you call it Polynesian whenever you go through the drive-thru. <laughs> I'm going to need that eight-piece eight chicken and a Polynesian. And she did it one time, and they were like, I'm sorry, what? And she said, uh, a, a, a Polynesian sauce, please. Thank you. <laughs> and then just like, that's was so awesome. embarrassed. Uh, she just gave birth last month to uh, a baby, presumably. No, oh, uh, she good. just gave birth, and we were in the hospital, and I told like to her say. while she was she was just starting to be in immense pain, and I, I whispered in her ear, <laughs> I'll give you $500 if you call it an epidural. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she wouldn't do it. <laughs> she wouldn't do it. An epidural. An epidural. I'm ready for my epidural now. Hit me with that epidural. Uh, but yes, so you'll often hear us uh, refer to things. If you hear us uh, imper- incorrectly, yes, that's it. That's it. If you hear us incorrectly pronounce a word, then it's probably because we're doing it on purpose and not because um, our mouths don't work very good but also it does happen a lot when we're dumb sometimes i say the wrong word entirely that has n- couldn't be further from the right meaning yes I- i'm sure it's happened another, very another recently. famous robot sayer though is zoidberg from futurama oh obviously. yeah zoidberg does say robot robot well you know if you say the wrong word but if you say it with enough zhuzh if you say it with enough confidence in that space you know you just gotta keep rolling it's all about context clues I don't think we left anything out of hardware, but I, I do want to mention, I don't know if you're a an early listener on the podcast, but there was a brief... Uh, with... a corruption, I think you called it. <laughs> well, there, there is a lot of corruption in these early tracks that we do have to get out. Um, but there was a, you know, a, a little mix-em-up with the podcatcher, uh, so you might have heard uh, the first half twice, but I think we got that fixed pretty quickly so um and yeah you know it's just us over here it's just us these three boys making nerdaplexy.com happen bringing those things to you so we do appreciate uh you sticking with us through that kind of stuff and hey if you want to like be a part of the gang you can be an executive producer of the podcast all you have to do is head on over to nerdaplexy.com and subscribe uh, to be a sponsor at the $5 level, and you can be a programming director and pick a movie for us to watch and review. Uh, very special for you. Uh, you can hit, uh, check that out at nerdplexy.com. Also, um, if you like mispronouncing words, if you have a, a, a weird, funny uh, bit with someone, like an inside joke that uh, you accidentally did in public, let us know. Reach out, nerdaplexy at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at nerdaplexypod on Twitter and tell us all about it. If you edited in buttholes for a bunch of cats in a not-to-be-disclosed uh, musical movie, reach out and tell us about that. If you did it on a whim, if you you know you made a trailer about cat buttholes, let us know. It's important. You have to let us know. It's it's like entrapment. I have another life bit that I do. Uh, anytime somebody says the greater good in public, I will repeat it in a monotone fashion. The greater good. Every time because of the movie Hot Fuzz, I can't help it. I've watched that movie so many times. It's happened to me on an elevator before. And it's just People like, often it, saying the greater good to you. Well, no, they're not saying it to me. If I'm hearing them say it to anyone, if I just hear it in public, I'm going to say it. Do you work in the Justice League? Uh, Yeah, I was going to say. I worked in the Steel Tower, and on the elevator, Uh someone was like, well, we had to make this change for the greater good. And then I just, on the elevator, said the greater good. And, like, two people on the elevator got it, and the other ten people on the elevator Mm. didn't. 
I'm gonna go ahead. I got. I gotta. I gotta interject here. They did. I don't think they got it. They, You're I probably right. Just, but I couldn't help just it. I just the great. You just. You know. Repeated you, it. You I know. Did that it's, thing. It's, they were worried about you. It's insane, and I can't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's exactly what they were afraid of. Perhaps. Um, all right. Well, um, let's uh, take a quick break and hear a word um, for some people uh, paying us a couple of pennies to make this show. Here we go. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 I just picked up uh, Scrutinized. I think is what it's called. It might be just scrutinized on the Steam sale. Yeah, scrutinized. I was right the first time. It's a game where you play as a detective and you're looking for a kidnapper and a murderer. Two different people. But you have to... You just moved into this place and your house is having some kind of issues. Like your window keeps unlocking. Your door opens. Um, all this, this stuff happens that's wrong with your house. But if you don't check it, the kidnapper will get in, and it is you play with headphones on. It is a jump scare every like five minutes. Ooh, you have to check you have to check your cameras, and if you check on the camera, you turn a light on. You can see this guy trying to tiptoe into your house, and he'll run away. Oh, it's horrifying! <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's so scary. <laughs> that, yeah, that that does seem spooky. Um, does not seem for me, but like, um, yeah, it is the sum the Steam Summer Sale. It is that time of year uh, to purchase more games that you probably don't have time to play. So you know, you know, I, I've got quite a backlog myself. So Dave's playing Scrutinize. I'm currently playing right now. I am playing uh, Code Vein. It is a Dark Souls. It's a Dark Souls type, but I'm I am not um, you know, get good enough for the Dark Souls. I've I've played mm. all of them for a certain amount of time and then I just get frustrated and too scared um because it's it is too spooky and I don't want to lose all my, you know, little points or whatever and because uh, I, I get my ass whooped. But this Code Vein, it is kind of the anime Dark Souls. It's it's a lot easier, and it has a a narrative. Uh, you know, in Dark Souls, you have to kind of, like, find the narrative and, like, all the stories and through bits and bobs. And this one just has, like, some anime cutscenes. And I, that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a Dark Souls light. If I was, like, 14, I'd be all about Dark Souls, but I just do not have that kind of time for those kind of games to invest to get good. Um, I just want to, like, get through. But Code Vein, it's a lot of fun. You can make your own little anime boy or girl. Um, and then you're, like, a vampire guy and you do big slice em ups so that's what I'm playing right now. Sam, what are you what what are you playing? Uh right now I'm playing Golf Story on the Nintendo Switch. It went on sale probably due to the recent release of Mario Golf. Um oh, shit. Yeah. Uh which actually has some pretty poor reviews so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can get it for Not fifty surprising. bucks at Walmart in store. Uh but yeah, Golf Story is basically just like a it's a golf game with an RPG aspect to it. There's some fetch quests and other such fun nonsense, and it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty so solid. fun. Okay, so fun. oh, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's got oh, I, I like the um, I like the aesthetics here. It's kind of like looking like a like a Pokemon's game. Yeah, is it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Is it still on sale? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, it is fourteen ninety nine right now. It no, that's the normal bucks. price. Whenever uh, I okay. It. Still yeah. worth it. Worth every penny. That game is so fun. Yeah, I think it's worth 15 bucks. 
<laughs> it, it does look fun. That's that's right, uh, right kind of right in my wheelhouse. It's, it's uh, pretty so mindless, something... uh, and you get to play some golf. I've actually found that I'm infinitely more interested in golf now than I was like a week ago because I've been playing this game. There you go. Love to hear it. If you want to hang out to play it sometime. I'm not oh, going to yeah, watch okay. it, but like no, I think no. about it a lot. I want to try golf now because of it. I'm sure I'm terrible. Oh, yeah. but You are. If you've never done it, you're definitely bad at exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I want to try. I want to try to get good. I'm not, it's, it's not going to happen. Most no. people I have, practice I have all their lives. I have a set of clubs. I've gone probably three times in my life, and it, it was fun. I've never done the whole thing. I've been to the driving range a bunch, um, and I play disc golf, it's, but I've never... It's fun if you are... If you have a bunch of cheap golf balls and you just don't give a damn about what your score is going to be, because because you're going to hit some wild ones, but as long as you can keep that that flow going, where it's like I hit a ball, now I'm moving myself closer to the pin and I'm going to throw another ball down as if I had thrown it or hit it where I wanted it to. I see. See, this is the type see. of game I play, where uh-huh. you know I make par just about every time <laughs> <laughs> with a new ball in a new spot. You know, if, if if at par I have to drop the ball directly into the hole, then so be it. It's all about having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are th- is there any games you guys are have you know had on the radar that 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 you're looking to pick up? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking to get. It's a game called Headliner Novi News. It's a sequel to an older game just called Headliner that you don't you don't really need to play it to get to the new one. But it's it's kind of like a task based game, sort of like Papers Please. Oh, but okay. you you're controlling the news so you can pick the articles that get printed and it changes the life around you. For example, you can decide to promote this new drink that doesn't have hangovers, it says, but it turns out that it causes a lot of other problems. But you can uh-huh. keep pushing these you can keep pushing these stories that don't talk about the other problems uh, and you get to control the news and it and you get to basically either create a utopia or completely level uh, a whole entire country uh, with, with your choices. <laughs> There's one on the, it's currently on sale on Switch, I've been thinking, mulling around whether I should get it or not. It's called uh, Sakuna of Rice and Rain, and it's kind of like, it follows falls into the category of uh, Animal Crossing, where you're kind of building your own area, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a part of it where you're doing rice harvesting, which looks pretty satisfying, and then another part of it where it's kind of like platform RP, platforming RPG. So it's got like a couple different game styles within one, and it's right now twenty seven dollars. Oh wow! It looks really, it looks really great. It's one of those games where you can just kind of like turn your head off. Mm-hmm. My wife plays Animal Crossing, and I think she'd probably, if I could do anything to get her into like more gamey games, it seems like something that's halfway from Animal Crossing to a regular one player RPG style game. Have you got her into Stardew Valley at all? JRPG style game, I should say. No, not Stardew Valley. It's a pretty easy walk from. Um, I, I've used I've used Stardew. It's kind of a gateway game um, mm-hmm. to to get people into Zelda. You know the the Link in Time and uh, the the new one they re- just uh, Link's Awakening. That that's that's a real nice entry point mm-hmm. um, for that kind of thing as well. But the, yeah, this this Sakuna looks really cool. Your design is is really fun. Kind of got Okami vibes almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the games I did pick up not too long ago too. Okami. I haven't beat it yet, but I don't beat a whole lot of anything. I basically just start it. I have a buddy uh, growing up named Chris and uh, his philosophy on video games was always my favorite and it was that he never beat games because he didn't want to ruin the ending. 
<laughs> There's something so like philosophically sound in that approach, like not finishing things because the ending could be disappointing or could be, you know, something that would that would ruin the rest of the game for you. I I think a lot of people feel that way. There's I know um, a lot of folks don't like to watch the the final episode of shows because if they don't watch the final episode, they it like still right. exists. It's, how, it's, it's your own ending and whatever. Yeah. They're still it's still happening. I mean that's basically what they did with spoiler alert Sopranos. They just did it for you. Yeah, they they just turned the TV off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that is, that is one option. I mean, sometimes you're inside a snow globe and a child's imagination. Sometimes it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Mm-hmm. I've been dying to get my hands on. You mean on. like the penile piercing? <laughs> Sam. Sometimes it feels like someone's sticking rods into your wiener. I was referring for a fashion to the, statement. Uh, the Jacob's Ladder scenario? Yeah. This is not Isn't the Jacob's the... Ladder I am aware of. No, I was referring to the to the film the movie film. Oh, so it's not like the Prince Albert scenario, which is the sequel to the Jacob's Ladder scenario. Okay, I think that may be where our confusion is lies. Uh, Sam has been working on a new project. Um, not that though. <laughs> <laughs> but not this one. I'm looking at the new Rogue Squadron. Uh, Rogues, Star Wars Rogues. I love Rogue Squadron on GameCube, um, and you know, uh, Shadows of the Empire, the, the vehicle parts on N64. So th- those games are great, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get back into them. They're on sale as well, so I think I might pick that up. People are complaining, you know, it's like the multiplayer is not that great, and you know, maybe there's not a lot campaign wise. But here's the way I think about it: I kind of justify these things. It's on sale right now, fifteen bucks. I can pick that up if I have more than like two or three hours of enjoyment out of it. I feel fine with that because I'll pay twenty bucks to go see a movie that I may not like at all. So you know, uh, I think I'll pick that up, uh, check that out. I I feel badly though because I do have a lot of games in my graveyard that I just can't seem to finish. I have a whole section in my Steam library called no longer interested <laughs> oh man <laughs> brutal i don't want to get Poor rid of them. 76 i don't want to hide them but they're just they're in a place where they'll i'll never look at them again i do love that you're like okay no more of this thank you these ones are these ones are done then there's like one for like potentially interested if i if i'm completely caught up on this other section which is like number one like that's where red dead redemption goes or the grand theft auto 5 whenever it was free on epic games witcher is in there for me yeah Witcher right. three it's just there's so much to do i get so lost in those open worlds that, yeah. it's it's too much i whenever i play games analysis like that paralysis i make a conscious decision to ignore si- all any and all sides quests if i can because if i don't i will literally spend the whole game exploring every part of the land before i talk to like the first guy then mass effect is not for you yeah i'm 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 like 30 hours deep and all i've done is return bread uh, lost pieces of bread to peasants and shit like that <laughs> sounds awesome i just because i can't i can't let it go i see a thin like a little waypoint putting the waypoints in the game is like the worst so because i have to follow each one of those i gotta i gotta track them all down so yeah i've got like 50 hours in winter and i'm like in the first fucking area still i can't i can't get it done that's like dragon age three or whatever inquisition you can be in the hinterlands for a month and not move on to yeah. the story even so it's that's yeah that one that one it had such potential and i just could not i could not that's why i picked up golf story i think in general it was like um i think 
Yeah, right. Let me just get get the the count on that because I always look at the 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 length of main story and the length of main story in golf story is for one player is fifteen and a half hours. Under twenty hours, that's utterly attainable. Uh, um, it's that's just right about perfect, honestly. Yeah. Whenever it's like seventy two hours, I'm like, oh my god, fuck that's, off. That's three. That's yeah. three days, dog. <laughs> that's three whole days if I don't sleep. That's teenager stuff. Yeah, it's too much. Although I do, I do have seventy five hours deep into Enter the Gungeon. There's games like that, those roguelikes or whatever that are just or not roguelike. That Bullet Hell. What, what kind of game is that? It's like it continues it's both. for yeah, it's right. Both there you go. Yeah, that's Bullet Hell roguelike. It'll continue forever if you let it. I can't play those games. I don't like to tell you how much time I have in Rogue Legacy because I, I bought it on Steam and the Switch, and if I combine both of those. The only game, never-ending game I've spent way too much time in is probably Animal Crossing. Games that I know can literally never end. Unless you consider getting, like, like uh, K.K. Slider to your island being, like, the end. Because they do roll, like, a type of credits whenever you get that at that point. But then you're still trying to keep up with your island and, and pull up weeds and stuff. It's like... I love it, roguelikes, though. They're, they're not, like, relaxing to me, man. Like, I, like an Animal Crossing game, I can I can sit back and just be like... There, there's something about getting to that bullet hell boss and finally beating it that just gives you such a rush i i i feel that but i only kind of like that in like the the best circumstances with like uh, a hollow knight or mm. or in the blind forest that kind of stuff i can play those because they're they're that but they're not you don't have to grind i i once i start grinding in the game these days one thing it. i really like about the ori will of the wisps is that like they give you your they give you the choice to select which branch of of your special powers and then you can solve different puzzles with in different ways if you have different things so you know there's it's you're not going to get yourself stuck if you pick this one thing versus this other thing um but there's a little bit of grinding because you're trying to get those little spirits or whatever the hell that you can pay for those things but uh but I really like those games those are games that are under 24 hours i'd bet i bet it's 12 hour games if i look it up the ori games are great They're, those are great um ones to have someone like in the room doing something else because mm-hmm. it's fun to like look up every now and again and see like this this weird spider monster it's just kind of relaxing to watch Ori run around or and the music hollow is phenomenal Knight. it's all orchestral score and yeah i think hollow knight's on game pass so if you if you get that a dollar for three months you should definitely play hollow knight I've been playing Subnautica an awful lot. We gotta start getting these people to pay us. I know. Oh yeah, come on, Microsoft, get at me. Um, Microsoft, yeah, sure. <laughs> the, that Subnautica game, I accidentally put eight hours into it in a day. I don't like that uh, at all. No, I, it was so much fun. He was in a fugue state. You get lost in a literal alien ocean, and I was just, I was there. I don't remember any of it, but whenever I looked down on my head, <laughs> it said you had played for eight hours. Subnautica, that's like uh, spooky underwater Animal Crossing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's more like spooky underwater Minecraft. Okay, there you go. All right, well, Subnautica, these are all these are all some pretty some pretty good games. One thing that I don't think they've ever made a satisfying game about. They've tried it a couple times. They've never really kind of mastered it. Anthem being the the most recent attempt at trying to get something that felt as good as this. There's no Rocketeer game. There's no Jetpack game. Oh man, you talk, what, you're kidding me? They they nailed that in the first year of like PC gaming, and it's called Jetpack, and it was awesome. It was very good. <laughs> you were about ten <laughs> pixels high. Uh, not to not to ruin your segue, but there's a great Jetpack game, man. Well, okay. Well, for, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about 3D. I'm talking about all right. In all this that. generation, there hasn't been a good Jetpack game. 
That's for I sure. I mean, because there's... Oh, and that's a helicopter. I was thinking of um, that. Pilot Wings had a good jetpack level. The jetpack stuff is good, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking about... I'm talking about high-flying adventure. I'm talking about zeppelins i'm talking about art deco stylings i'm talking about jennifer Connolly. it's a rocketeer baby that's what's up nick so good there's some pretty good vr jetpack games too that would make me throw up big time but i i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that there are people that are able to experience the things that i wish that i could yeah i've done some jetpacking they have uh that uh richie's plank simulator or something and it's like uh it's just like a plank that sticks out of an elevator at the top of a high-rise building and you can jump, either jump off or you like walk out onto the thing. And if you move one way or the other, you fall off. Or you can jetpack and you can do like a paint mode, like a free fly mode. Pretty solid game. So I call I call bullshit, dude. All right. All right I I have played that. The <laughs> you just got wrecked. Part. Okay. Suck it, but... dude. But yeah, Rocketeer movie's good. <laughs> I'm guessing there was a SNES game, but probably. I don't think but you're right. High flying action and intrigue. No game's quite got that right. Sw- there's, a, there's a decent amount of swashbuckling. Oh, yeah, Naughty just, Dog yeah. could probably make a really good jetpacking game. Naughty Dog should make a Rocketeer game. They should. Specifically. They uh, just um, kind of, they tried to relaunch the franchise on Disney+. Plus. But then they just like a cartoon for kids? Yeah. I mean, that's cool. I haven't watched it per se. Um, but I saw it and I oh, I looked at the some of the new art and I said, I'm not gonna watch this, but I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah, cool, man. I'll stick I'll stick with the original on this. See, you know, here's here's my thing. I love Rocketeer. It's a uh, spoiler, uh big fan of this uh of this flick. Oh, it's a good movie. I don't think anyone's gonna be spoiled by that. This is one though I would definitely recommend watching ahead of time because yes. it's really good. It's on Disney Plus. Solid movie. It's a good one. Hard- hardware, you probably shouldn't watch, but you could, and you, <laughs> you might could. like it. If if you're a horror fan, if you're if you like shitty horror movies, then you have to watch Hardware. Yeah. Have a, have a couple um, six packs to yourself. <laughs> Just have it on. <laughs> Just turn it on at your Halloween party this year and like check it out while it's going on in the background. That'll be a great. That'll be a great way to see that that flick. Rocketeer. Get the whole family together, grab some popping corn, uh, and just just live in this zone. So yeah, that that is up for next time. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Please remember, and please do rate, review, subscribe, follow us on the social media where what is being helmed by our uh, in-house uh, comedian extraordinaire, the face of Dave himself. At the face of Dave. Hit me up there. I am fairly active on there. I will reply. And there you go. That's a promise. That's a contract that Dave has made with you today. Uh, I am at PGH underscore read Sam. PGH underscore SVH. It is not very active. So hit me mm-hmm. up and help me out. Maybe <laughs> come poke me. Um, tell us what you Facebook? think about the Rocketeer. And, <laughs> and let us know what you thought of hardware. Uh, that's at Nerdaplexy Pod on Twitter. You can also reach out at Nerdaplexy at gmail.com. And you can find all of that at Nerdaplexy.com as well. All right, Rocketeers up next. Um, but until then, I'd like to leave you with uh, this little thought to ponder. We've got air conditioners. Do you have any air shampoos?
stupid. 